Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games. This is AJ Skifstad. Let's talk deck building games. Deck building is a uh, game mechanic that's been in the hobby for a long time now. Essentially, the mechanic is this. You're going to draw a certain number of cards from your deck. You're going to play those cards and purchase more cards that are either better or, or, um, or enhancing your game in some way. Put those into your discard pile. Once you run out of your, your deck, you're going to shuffle that up and play again with all the new cards you've purchased that are going to make your game better. Now, what those cards are going to do depends on what the game is. And there are so many different deck building games now with so many different uh, types of uh, goals that you're trying to reach. There's combative ones where you're going to attack other players. There's cooperative ones where you're going to attack... Um, Maybe some villains that come out, maybe like in a superhero type one. There's uh, there's ones with boards. There's ones with boards that are races where you're trying to race to the finish. So many different types in the hobby because they have flooded the market to try and hit everybody's niche that's going to get them to purchase a deck building game. Because so many people like the mechanic. Not everybody does, but many do. Um, so let's talk about them today. One of the ones that I'm going to play tonight is called Ascension. It's a later version of the game Ascension called Realms Unraveled or Realms Unleashed. And there's a little bit more to it than the basic game, but I'll just explain the basic game in a nutshell. There's a trade row where there's lots of cool cards that are going to make your game better, but there's also monsters. So you're going to use your cards from your hand that either have military power or purchasing power. And when you put those cards out, five at a time, you're going to kill whatever you can in the center row. If you can kill a monster, it's going to give you some gems, and those gems are victory points. Or you're going to buy a card that's going to help you kill more monsters later or help you purchase better cards later. And um, those cards also will have victory points on the bottom of them. Love this game. Love, love, love this game. Um, my only beef with this game is sometimes you got a big hand of military cards and there's no monsters in the center row. Or vice versa. You got a huge card of money and the, um, or a huge hand of money and the trade row is just filled with monsters and so you can't do anything with it. Um, that's not going to make or break the game for me. I love it. It's one of my favorite deck builders. But it is not my favorite. Let's talk my favorite. We just released our 2017 top 10 board games um, on theologyofgames.com, and it's a, it, it's our podcast that we released. Excuse me. And my number one game this year was a deck builder called Clank in Space. Now you've heard me talk about it a ton. Clank, the original game, is fantasy themed. You're going down to the depths of a castle into the dungeons, trying not to wake the sleeping dragon, and. Um, you're going to grab an artifact and get out as fast as you can before the dragon kills you. It's the same thing with Clank and Space, only Clank and Space has a few more mechanics within it that make the game ten times better. Love Clank and Space, you're journeying through a spaceship, trying to get into the depths of the spaceship, grab an artifact and get out without getting, uh, without getting killed. And so, Clank and Space is my number one board game of 2017. I love it, it's my favorite deck builder right now. Thunderstone Quest, though, is coming out. I should have it in my hands this month, which is sure to make its way to number one. I'm just certain of it. I'm hoping that my anticipation is met and my expectations are met with it. I, I, I just, ah, I'm so excited about it. But anyways, right now my favorite is Clank in Space. So we want to hear from you, though. We know you love deck builders. Tell us what your favorite one is. Call in. Use the call in here on the Anchor app, or you can always uh, write a comment below. So that's it for now. Check you later.
Up next, we've got a call in from First Geek 411 Cameron, thanks for calling in and adding to the deck building conversation. He's got some really interesting thoughts on that, so take a listen. And thanks again for calling in. Hey everyone, this is Cameron calling in about deck builders. And for me, I love deck builders where you do more than just build a deck. And so, like, I think Dominion, um, well, I think it did a lot for the hobby. To me, I don't think it is that fun of a game because all you're doing, to me, it feels like you're just putting cards in a deck and playing. But games like Clank and Clank in Space and Thunderstone and Sentinels of the Multiverse and recently Pathfinder Adventure card game, um, for me, I think these are all games that, like, they do deck building well because you're doing more than just putting cards in your deck. And um, and I like that. And I think that some of the appeal of deck builders is the ability to um, have replay value because you don't always know what cards are going to come up, um, but also you have this ability, or this, like, customizable feeling of the game changes to how you play. Hey, everyone, it's Firestone here. Welcome to Board Games FM, powered by TheologyOfGames.com. This week, we're going to talk a little bit about deck builders and some of our favorites and the influence they've had and just kind of examine that as a mechanism. So, of course, you can't really talk about deck builders without talking about Dominion, which is kind of the start of that mechanism. And really the best pure deck builder that I can possibly think of. That doesn't mean that I play it very often. It's got a boring theme, in my opinion. It's probably the highest rated game that I will never own because there's no way I'm going to be like, hey, who wants to sit around and build duchies and libraries? And it's pure deck building, pure engine building with that deck building. And it's absolutely brilliant and I enjoy it but it's not thematically interesting. It's not something that my kids or my wife are gonna be in any way interested to play. So what we have played a ton is the DC Deck Builder. Now I only have the base game, got it years ago, and in fact it was one of our first reviews for Theology of Games. And so I just have the vanilla one. I'm sure that some of the expansions have added mechanisms but I will um, say this, as simple and basic and, and as vanilla as the you know that base set is, we've played it a ton. In fact, I'm not sure there's a game in my collection that we've played more as a family than the DC Deck Builder. My kids love it, even my wife enjoys it, and it's easy to play, we all know the rules, we just sit down and play. And so, for me, as far as replayability and just getting the bang for buck, man, DC Deck Builder is it. And I fully admit, you could say to me, well, it's boring, it's not, it doesn't have a, you know, interesting mechanics, and I can agree with you, great, but we've still played it a ton and, uh, and really enjoy it. Um, if you're looking for something that is similar to Dominion, but is uh, a better theme and more interaction, check out Arctic Scavengers. Kyle Gabhart designed this very quickly after Dominion came out and the base game was okay. I thought it had a couple of problems and then they came out with an expansion that fixed a lot of those problems and made the game just better. And I think it's an it's an underrated deck builder with all of the with the expansion the HQ and Recon I think is what they're called. If you can pick up that with the expansion, man, there's a lot to 
of stuff to do in that game and it's thematically interesting and fun and competitive and really great. Another one that AJ mentioned is Ascension and I have only played, I think I've maybe played one or two of the expansions that came out early on. I know that this game has gone through a lot of changes and they've introduced big different mechanisms in it and some of the later expansions as I understand but quite a bit different than the early stuff. But I really enjoyed the early stuff. I love the balance of trying to juggle these two different currencies in the game where you're, you have strength for fighting monsters and you have money for buying cards. I love the combos. I love the artwork. I, Ascension is just a super fun game for me. And so that is definitely a, a deck builder that you could, should consider checking out if you're looking for something that is thematically interesting and sets up cool combos. Um, Another one that hasn't been talked about for a while because it's, it's long out of print is called Nightfall. Now this was a vampire themed deck builder with lots and lots of aggression. And because of that, I think it is only, it should only be played two player because it, it just, it, I played it with more than one person and some of the mechanisms of it just seemed weird to me. And um, I didn't like uh, the, the fighting except as a two-player. As a two-player it works so well and it's got this great chaining combination that uses the phases of the moon and colors of the moon and it's thematic. I really liked Nightfall and the expansions added so much to it. New characters, new abilities. It's a fun game and you might be able to pick it up cheap because it's been out of print. It's either going to be really cheap or really expensive. I don't know but um, super aggressive game of deck building and with a vampire theme that I really enjoyed. Anyway, that's a few of the deck builders that I have enjoyed. Let us hear from you, and we'll talk about games that are close to deck builders but aren't really in the days to come. Bye.